Hi, this is Sheila Jackson, founder of Eve's Lime Productions. For the last decade, I have been uncovering the stories of black women in rock. And while the goal is to bring those stories to you in film, this is a subject that deserves multiple platforms. So welcome to Five Pounds of Rock, a podcast that showcases unique, bold black women from around the globe who have been called to rock music and the rock life. It's a celebration of our freedom, our heritage, our music, and the legacy of our rock roots. Hi, welcome to Five Pounds of Rock. Today our guest is Sate, a state of Sate. I love it. You're in a state of Sate. <laughs> Just a way that's, of being. That's right, right. You know? <laughs> How did you come arrive at that name? Um... You know, I was looking for a name to be bold and sexy and uh and 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 meaningful. And I was going through a few different names and then I landed on Sate and I was like to satisfy. Yeah, shit. That's what I want to do. You know, even even if just for myself, you know, to satisfy myself, because, uh, you know, we go through life giving for others, you know, and and I'm giving to others and for others and everything. But but to satisfy myself fully to to put myself first, my self care, my, you know, my joy, my pleasure. Yeah. And and that be the motto to to um to convey to other folks satisfy yourself get satisfied get satisfied fully yeah i love that i love that idea and i think that for a lot of us are finally coming around to understanding that we need to be satisfied first mhm what what was the last year like in toronto and i know a lot happened I know your mom transitioned mm-hmm. you're the daughter mm-hmm. of Salome Bay who was a amazing mm-hmm. singer songwriter composer mm-hmm. actress mm-hmm. you know Grammy nominated um you got a real came from a serious powerful legacy yeah. of music and you had that happen and yeah. lockdowns what was the last year like for you creatively with all of that you know it took me it, uh, because my mother um, has been, uh, I won't say battling and fighting. She's been she's been um, dancing with dementia. I'll call it dancing with dementia. Um, so it's been it's been um, you know sometimes sometimes a joyful dance. You know when she's present, when she was present, and sometimes not so. Um, so mm-hmm. that's been ongoing for a while. It it was slowly deteriorating and um so lockdown was just more of like when am I going to see my mom and and then just navigating through that. So I wasn't really thinking about being creative at all and that was really tough um just navigating my way around and 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 facing facing different um personal issues that were just coming to the surface it was 
a beautiful time to be in lockdown to face myself and scary as fuck, you know. Um, but eventually I did come around to doing more, more art, more collaging, um, which also opened me up to coming back to the music and really, really staking a ground that I was... I was feeling shut out from there's a, there's a lot of bullshit in Canada and a lot of you know we I think we as artists can get caught up in who wants you and who deems you worthy outside of yourself yes. so you can get caught up mm-hmm. in that and I was getting caught up in that and I just had to take a step away take a step back because I'll never stop doing music. I'll never stop being creative. It's in my blood. This is my family. This is my legacy, right? But but when I started doing it for other people, that's when it started to really fuck me up. And I was like, who who is this person that's that's trying to 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 appease other people, satisfy other people first before I get my food, right? Um so so just recently i i wrapped an album that had been finished about two years ago but i put it to the side it just wasn't finished Mm -hmm. i went back in and i finished it so it's finished and it's on its way out this year so that's what that's what these because it hasn't been just one year of lockdown it's still going on in toronto (laughs) yeah it's interesting because i'm a writer and that has it's been an opportunity to reconsider the things that i've left Mm, undone you know and really making that commitment to say especially being faced with something so serious as covid and just Mm -hmm. a life and death kind of you know being up front and center Mm. with your mortality saying hey let me make sure I want to leave I mean this is the I think I think that's that's where it's been um you know you know when someone transitions in your life you get faced with your mortality but but the reality is none of us are getting out of this alive None of us are getting out of this alive, whether it's COVID or cancer or getting hit by a car or whatever, whatever the fate is when, Mm -hmm. when we're done, we're done. So it's, it's, it's an interesting thing that we are, we are all being faced with our mortality that we're all being, that we all decided to take a look at and go, Oh shit. I could die. Mm-hmm. I need to do yeah. shit. You Which know? has like, always like, been the case. But it's always yeah. been the case. Like, every day you wake up, you should be like, damn, I'm alive. I need to do shit. And that's, you know, when we get caught up in the whole, um, the whole I could die, it's like, no, I'm going to die. What mm-hmm. do I do with the time that I have? Because I've been, I've been gifted this time here I was brought here. I chose to be here. And I've got the gifts to do the things that yes. that I'm like yes. channeled to do, you know? Like we get we get these ideas. That's for you. That's for me. These ideas that I have, these sounds that I have, these movements that I feel in my body, these words that that's for me to share, you know? 
why are we why are we not sharing that with the world why because we're gonna die we're gonna die (laughs) and I like what you said about I think it's so on the nose what you said about looking at this concept of doing doing things for others doing your craft performing your craft for other as opposed to performing it because this is what you're here to do this is what you know I struggle with that with my writing too oh is this gonna sell right if I spend time doing this am I gonna be able to monetize it right am I gonna you know when you get caught up in all of that it just it sucks. It makes the it joy yucky. Out of it. It's, yeah, it makes it so yucky. It sucks the joy out of it. It sucks the beauty out of just your gift. Yeah, you know, yeah. and the expression of it, and it stunts the creativity. Absolutely, you know, it, it's totally it stunts, stunts the creativity. It's joy, like when you know when we're in the middle of that creation. It is. It is. A communion, uh, a communion with God. It is, it is conversation with God, with goddess, with universe, with source. It is direct mm. conversation, you know. So, so then, the so then we're trying to figure out how do we sustain, how do we live in this paradigm of like hustle, hustle, go, go, but you know, we're always taken care of. Just put it out. Just share the gift. Share the gift. Let people find it. Let people find you. You know, people mm-hmm. want to hear our words and our music <clears throat> and our movement. They want to be moved. Like, what's really what's really devastating is the fact that um, it's it during lockdown, it was you can't get up on stage and and be around people and and sweat and and you know like there's there's now this distance and this sparsity and it's like that's the whole that's the whole point of like making the music for me to get up on stage and see the crowd and fucking crowd surf and and just like feel everyone else's sweat and energy and you know yeah yeah are you got and you all aren't moving back to that at all i was interviewing someone who's in atlanta last week and you know we joke about did atlanta ever even go on lockdown because they <laughs> opened up so fast you know it's like y'all already in the club right right do, do you see that unfolding in in canada anytime soon of returning to performance um well at one point, we had the option to be able to um, pre-tape some things, but they shut mm-hmm. they shut that option down. So I I actually don't know what's happening. I really wow. don't know what's happening. So back to what you were talking about earlier. You know, when I looked at your bio again, it describes you as a cosmic being, mm-hmm. and that you govern your life by astrology, mm. numerology, and tarot. Mm. So I have to ask you because I'm very into astrology too. Mm-hmm. What I, I think that we're in a paradigm shift, absolutely, and that's why shit is so crazy. Absolutely, you know the old the old is kicking and screaming Abs- on its way out, oh, yeah. and the new is being ushered in. What are your thoughts on just the age of Aquarius? Because we moved into the age of Aquarius. Well, the age of Aquarius is is um, a shit ton of information. 
which you you can see we're we're all on the internet and there's all this information that's either we we are we're being faced with um the opportunity to discern the information Mm. for ourselves. so it's like um collectivism and sovereignty at the same time so does that make sense you can expound on that. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's, 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 um, you know, because we're being given the opportunity to discern, you know, mm-hmm. because of all this information to choose for ourselves, my body, my choice, you know, but it's also, it's also based on the collective. If I'm not good, nobody else is good. If each right. individual is not good, the collective is no good. So we like it is about individuality, but it is about the individual for the collective, and right. and that's like the information. And then and then I mean, yeah, Aquarius is information and technology, and so you can see all this stuff really encroaching and and governing us, and also giving us the opportunity to be closer to one another um even though we're so far apart um what else can i say about the age of aquarius well i mean oh boy i didn't think i was gonna go here (laughs) i feel like um there's a spiritual warfare happening exactly I, i definitely agree with that yeah straight up like up and down there's a spiritual warfare happening because of now so we've got we've got this duality of the opportunities of of um coming together through technology but it's also there's there's so many psychic attacks happening because Mm -hmm. of technology because of the access that we have to people and their you know so so again information your your um ability to discern and like specifically for for me my focus this year because we're in a five year 2021 it really speaks to me about the hierophant and the hierophant is 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 like the priest the 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 translator the 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 in between the person that translates the word of god to the people um, is that a tarot that's a tarot card yes okay yes um so that's the fifth card in in the major arcana of the tarot mm-hmm. and so i feel like we're being invited to to question and and poke holes in in the traditions and and the ways of life that we've been indoctrinated into right. right right where we've got this opportunity to be like wait i've believed this all my life because my parents told me or my church told me or you know this is just this is just what it was but does it really sit right with me does do I really feel do I really adhere to this and and this is where sovereignty comes in this is where the individual comes in in order to serve the collective right right I think this is such an important time for 
black women in rock, which is why I wanted to have this open this conversation through five pounds of rock because it's time for us to, and black women in rock have never been silent. You know, people have tried to silence the community by pretending that it wasn't there, Mm -hmm. but, um, erase, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) invisibilize. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's such an important time to amplify, you know, our voices at this time as, as black women and, and especially through, you know, music is such a powerful form of activism. Absolutely. And I think that, and just self-expression, authentic, unapologetic self-expression, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. which is what rock music is about. And I think it's such a key time. And I hope, I want to see kind of the, the punk rock and just the rock in general music scene kind of step up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and evolve in terms of, of the music. And I'm wondering if the music will see an evolution, you know, since everything else is changing, I wonder if the music will evolve during this era. It's going to be curious. You know, I think, I think, that's one of the things that I was going through um, in my in my soul searching, in my shadow work, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, why am I waiting around for people to change? You know, like I'm waiting for their permission. And it's not that that, you know, it, it is it is a it is a conversation. But I'm like, we've got to. And we have been doing this regardless. We have been doing this either way. It just, it, but now for me specifically, I feel like I was, a little part of me was waiting around for, for someone to accept me, for someone to, to mm-hmm. be like, I, yeah, we see you. We'll bring you in because, you know, Canada is a rock, a rock country. Yeah, but there's there are no there are no huge black bands or black like right now I got my boys the OBGMs that are like burning shit down in Canada. They're like fuck this, we're going to do this, you're going to see us and you're going to know that we're holding you accountable for the fact that you're not putting one of the best punk rock bands in Canada on the mark like on the map like it's ridiculous where do we the the question's always like where do we put you where do we put you put me on fucking stage beside the people that you that you're like oh fuck you're awesome like how many times would i hear oh my god you're fucking amazing that was a fucking amazing rock show i don't know where to put you though what yeah, there's such what? a level of ignorance and a disconnect with that. And yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to wait for people. I'm like, we have, it's 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 like, we've always had the community, you know, with Afropunk created the community, other like punk black 
created, you know, different people have been creating community and, and spaces where we can, we can connect. And I, I think we have to just continue to do that and continue yes. to put the pressure on and be even more unapologetic, even more like, we don't actually fucking need you. Because we and, did and you this. don't, you don't, <laughs> we don't. And that's, that's the place to get to, you know, because it's not about waiting for permission. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree. And the one thing I do see happening, for instance, with punk black, and I don't know if punk black has a presence in, in Canada mm-hmm. yet, but I know that they're on a mission to build a studio. Yes. I saw that. I saw that. Which I was like, cool, okay, yeah. now this is yeah. what I'm getting Building at. How, how do we evolve, you know, how how does, how does do black people in the rock genre evolve to just be more self-determined? Absolutely. You know, um, you know and I think that that's essential yeah. because that I think that that's part of the the new paradigm and this paradigm shift is people of color realizing that we don't need permission. I did a, um, I did a thing on clubhouse with a colleague of mine. Cause I do a lot of, I also do like social impact strategy for mm. businesses, for entrepreneurs and influencers. And uh, because I believe we all have to be about, you know, amplifying different causes and leveraging what we do for good. And, um, we had a little kind of bring bring whatever it is to the altar that you've been asking permission for mm. that you need to stop mm. for yes. 2021. Yes. And it was so empowering because there are things that we're asking permission for and we don't even realize that we're doing it. <sighs> yes. It's such a blind spot. It it you know. really is when you when you and that and that's part of the work the the self determination the self acceptance mm-hmm. work you know that work yeah. that individual work to to be able to show up for yourself and show up in the world and let other people know that they can also show up for themselves and also show up in the world we will all find each other we're showing up for each other mm-hmm. not against each other we're here for each other you know exactly and exactly. just lay down that shit because that shit is not we give it power we give it power when we think about it when we believe in it when we have faith in the things that we need permission for or that are holding us back like yeah mm because we've allowed that to be the measuring stick. Yeah. And it's not. And the measuring stick is like we talked about at the top, you know, of the conversation. It's about giving of your gifts, doing what you came here to do, yes. and not looking for somebody to say it's okay or, mm-hmm. yes, I'll pay you a mm-hmm. million dollars to do this or perform. You know, it's not even about that. Mm-hmm. All of that will come. And I always say money follows value creation. Mm. And, you know, the universe is going to support you when you're in, in your purpose. Absolutely. And, you know, I definitely believe in that. And it's just, it's going to be a fascinating year to see how, what this new paradigm, what this paradigm shift, how it impacts black women in rock how it impacts the music yeah how it impacts you know 
what we feel we should be doing, what we want to say. It's, you know, it's a, it's a fascinating time. Now you mentioned that you finished, uh, a EP that you have been working on for two years. Can you talk a little more about that and what it's, what uh, people can expect? So it is, it's a, it's a full album. Uh, it's called the fool. So it is based on the tarot. Um, mm-hmm. it's, what can people expect? I think people can expect because the fool is on a journey. So I'm focusing on the the 22 cards of the major arcana. Um, that was that's my loose concept. It's it's really I believe that we are all fools on our own journey. So this is a journey um, experience. Okay. You know, um, so there's, there's, I, I've been wanting to put interludes on my albums and I finally crafted interludes. Um, I've got, um, a sister friend of mine doing, doing a piece on there. My sister Ursula Rucker has, has a piece on there. Um, and yeah, I'm, really excited about this I'm really excited to share this because it feels like it's it's a really it's a really broad stroke of me um there's there's a there's vulnerability in there because I I love to when I hear music I love to hear the cracks and the bulges and the faults and the in the and the imperfections and I just love to hear the humanness the the vulnerability Mm -hmm. in it so I really um I really went there for myself and it's just and it's just the beginning of a new of a new chapter for me in in where things are moving for me musically um, just sonically, just experimentally, like I, I, there's another thing that happened with me over the lockdown year was redefining what rock was for me, what my rock sounded like, what it sounded mm-hmm. like coming out of my body, because it sounds different coming out of my body. When I listen to all these rock playlists and there's no black or there's like one or two maybe three um black voices on their female voices i'm like okay but i don't sound like them i have a a, Mm -hmm. i have my big mama my my mom's voice i have a big voice yeah and i don't and outside of the the three black voices that i hear i still don't hear like that and from women I don't hear that that big and that you know and and I'm coming from um blues foundation that's that's rock that's all music you know so blues is very heavy in my foundation of what my rock sounds like and 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 I know that's what I love about your music because I'm I'm from Bill Street I'm from Memphis Tennessee okay I grew up going to bill street when i was in high school wow. listening to the blues yeah so i mean that's that's 
that's my family. That's that's mm-hmm. you know my my grandparents on my mom's side are South Carolina and and Georgia. You know, mm-hmm. and and moving up to to Newark, New Jersey, and just like blues has always. My mom was always about the blues, about blues women, and blues women to me are like the first punk rockers. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they the the first punk rockers. They're talk like talk about unapologetic right? and just raw and yes. doing their thing and they were everything from bisexual to every you know, they, they were, were like just... don't give a fuck. I'ma do what I'm doing, you know. And yeah. and run things like and 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 really experience that and really tell us about that. Like really tell us about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to to hear your new music when it comes out, The Fool. Yes. And I want to thank you for joining us and just for sharing and and we look forward to the fool and just to hearing the kind of creative expression that came out of this era for State of Sate. So thank mm. you for joining us and five pounds of rock to you. Mm. Thanks for listening to Five Pounds of Rock, a production of Eve's Line. For more information, visit evesline.com or blackwomeninrock.com. And to hear the music of these artists, check out the Black Women in Rock playlist on Spotify. Five Pounds of Rock.